0: Welcome to episode 80 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first stretch rewatch. I'm going to start that again because Kaylee has a butt. Ow. Stop it. <laughs> I was
1: like, no, don't make sounds. I don't know if you saw hey. it, mate Like she did not mean it, but no, I was I like, know. oh, that wasn't in in the, the tender spots.
0: She's you know, like <laughs> looking for you for safety. No, you hit me. Alrighty. You hurt me. Let's try that again. Take two. Welcome to episode 80 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first-watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And
1: I'm Grace, and today we're going over season four, episode 14, The Serpent's Venom, um, a.k.a. the one where Sam and Daniel play escape room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's close to mine. Mine is the one with zero. Oh, I like that one, too. <laughs> or a.k.a. Teal'c is a badass motherfucker. Yeah, a.k.a. can't take a good- choke down. You can't keep a good joke down. Alrighty. Um, this first aired. Mind me. Mind me at the end of the podcast. I didn't want to do today. I forgot last week to do my viewpoints of the um, Star Trek trailer, and I wanted Ooh. to at the end. So remind me. We're gonna do week, that, uh, guys. Remind us. It's at the end. Yeah, listeners, remind me. It's at the end. And so I mean, I know there's a lot of crossovers <laughs> between Trek and Gate, but uh, I forgot last week, and I wanted to. That's sweet at a couple minutes. So, this first episode <laughs> aired... First aired episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> On September 29th, the year 2000. Uh, In the year 2000! <laughs> no, they went down at the end of it. In the year 2000! That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was written by uh, Peter Deloise. Deloise. Directed yeah. by a uh, Mr. Martin Wood. Um uh, <laughs> Wood. We ha- <laughs> Never gets old. No, it really doesn't. (laughs) Um, Carmen is back as Jacob. It's always nice to see him. Uh, I was really hoping um, for some Braytac, but no. No. He just couldn't get him this week. Yeah, I mean, we can't have both Jacob and Braytac together in one episode. The awesomeness of them two combined would would explode the
1: episode. It would be like ammonia. What is it? Ammonia and bleach. (laughs) Both powerful solvents on their own, (laughs) but combine them and kill yourself. (laughs) I've never done that. What are you talking about? Okay, I actually have not done <laughs> no. that. <laughs> it's the worst thing you can ever do.
0: Okay. <laughs> See, here's the thing I love physics. Chem is not my thing.
1: Gotcha. Like, not my thing. Well, it was more like a look, I'm going to be a grown up and clean this thing. This oh. is a cleaning product. Oh, this is a cleaning Don't product. You, yeah. Why do I feel so lightheaded <laughs> now? <laughs> I don't feel too good. Vapors. Why I keep mopping.
0: <laughs> you guys are missing my awesome mop someone, dance. Yeah, there's a mop mm-hmm. dance. And then someone comes home and is like, "Why is Grace twitching on the floor?" Yeah, holding a mop. <laughs> Were you trying to
1: fly again? Broomstick, not mopstick. Not,
0: yeah, they're two different things. <laughs> because clearly, that's the only reason. Why. Clearly, this is why you fail out of Hogwarts. Uh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> There's Neville in the corner trying to fly oh, in a yeah. again. Oh, Neville. You know, it wouldn't be Neville. It, it would, would be, be... me, because we're Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Forever. I Most of my friends are Hufflepuffs. Oh, that's a great name for an album. <laughs> and I think I've mentioned <laughs> that uh, Bartender Nick thinks he's a Gryffindor. He fiercely will fight you to the oh, end. Oh, he will fight. And his, his excuse is, well, the sorting hat listens to you. And I was like, yes, I understand if the sorting hat listens to you. But if you are so clearly not a Gryffindor.
1: Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to let you into Gryffindor. It's not going to yeah. let you into Gryffindor. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, you are so Hufflepuff, the hat will ignore you and still put no, you in gonna, Hufflepuff. It's like, yeah, you're not, I'm not even going to let you talk. I'm not even going to let you do it. <laughs> um, I'm shocker, guys. Ravenclaw. What? Again, I'm pretty sure I. This has been mentioned on like four podcasts previously, yeah. and I'll probably mention another hundred times. I think. Yeah, I, I think that
1: 15 minutes into episode one, people probably were like, "Oh, Grace is a Hufflepuff."
0: Oh, and then and Nixie she, clearly. Yeah.
1: she, she feels. Where's blue permanently? In the whole world and <laughs> is just all about fairness. <laughs> and, also, and also, I'm an angry everyone, badger. <laughs>
0: everyone like
1: me. <laughs> Honey badger ain't got
0: tough. <laughs> you know, I think if I tell Tarzan to make that the mascot's actually a honey badger. There you go. That might do it. That might do it. Yeah. Thanks, just guys. a badger. Thanks for hearing us out.
1: It's a honey badger. You know, sometimes
0: <laughs> you just need someone to listen to you while you work out a thought. Sometimes you just have to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. And the other person doesn't say anything. Thanks, Thanks for, for being doing nice that sounding board, yeah. yeah. audience. <laughs> uh, there's another, there's a lot of guest stars in this episode, but yeah. the other one, sort of a note is Tarek is played by um, Paul... Colso. Okay. He hasn't done a ton in a while. I think he's kind of retired from acting. He's been around for quite a while. Most of the stuff you saw him in was from the 70s, including Vanishing Point and The Omega Man with Charleston Heston. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. He was also in... Seriously, if you haven't seen this film, Cleopatra Jones. I have not seen that no. film. It is something to watch. <laughs> I will take that out. It is a martial arts exploitation film. Oh, well, yeah. Aren't they all the exploitation yes, films? They're all martial Art- arts. It is, but it's, yes. it's a lot of fun. Anyway, he's did a whole run then of guest starring and all of your, your classic favorites like A.T., MacGyver, Incredible Hulk, Flash, Knight Rider... Yeah, <laughs> I'm for it. Basically, for it. it wasn't around in the 80s. He was in it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so episode, we start off at night in a village on Chulak. Teal'c is meeting with Makar and Ragnor. Uh, it's a dignified, mutual appreciation society. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yikes. we notice that Ragnor has a scar where his... Um, either gold or tattoo emblem was. We're not really sure which one. Mm-hmm. I kind of think it was just a tattoo. Okay. Um, and they're discussing the topic of freedom for the Jaffa and how it's time for them to bring the rebellion to light. Um, and while the Gould might be false gods, their power is real. And all the system lords fear Apophis now, since he has the full army of Sokar behind him, mm-hmm. uh, and an army of Jaffa, you know, like there, he's the, all the ships, all the Jaffa, everything. Um, and the other two do seem a bit skeptical. Skep- skeptical. I still write this in my notes, and I still can't say the words. Skeptical. 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 I'm gonna Skep- keep saying it wrong until it's forever wrong. It's like nuclear. It is forever nuclear. wrong for me.
1: <laughs> nuclear. 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 Now, which one's right? Nuclear. yeah, <laughs> I, I, this is fun, guys. So
0: anyway, I don't think there is.
1: <laughs> what? I had a friend back home whose family was from she some of her family was from Nicaragua but every time she said that word it came out differently
0: <laughs> Nicaragua <laughs> Nicaragua <laughs> Yeah that was like the most American pronunciation yeah. of the country ever. I tried my best. That was a hard R. You know, that's
1: always hard to do when I'm somewhere where, like, if I'm ordering food at a Mexican restaurant, yeah. there's always this dance. It's like, well, do I say quesadilla or do I say quesadilla?
0: And listen, and, <laughs> and we witnessed, I've at times just go, hey, Grace, you order, just to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, okay, I'm going for it this time. <laughs> I'm ordering all my food. You also, I've also been around and ed- you call your family and <laughs> yeah. I, it's like when I call some of my friends that still live like in the Upper Peninsula in the upper. or up in, up, up in Dayup or you know still live in Minnesota all of a sudden <laughs> my accent gets a lot stronger guys you know um, <laughs> there's uh, yeah I suddenly sound like you know I grew up in Weird. the north, it's almost like you did. Oh, I know. And so the same thing when you get on the phone with your family. The, the, yeah, <laughs> it gets a little more California, and it also gets a little more staccato. Uh huh. Oh like. yeah, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> Fun with languages. Yay! Okay. Uh, anyway, so the other, I, I, it seems like at this point in the episode, we're still back in the tent that the other two aren't hundred percent sold in the whole rebellion thing. They just need Teal'c to sell it a bit. Mm-hmm. And sell it, he does. Dun, 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 About yeah. how the are the foundation of the false gods, and they can tear them down. Um, Ragnar isn't overly fond of, you know, the idea of fighting their own kind. But mm-hmm. Teal'c's like, uh, we do that now. We have for generations. At least yeah. this time we'll be fighting for freedom. Right. So Ragnar has the loyalty of many on Chulak. Um, and he's going to meet with some other's key sort of rebellion leaders to unify the rebellion, start growing it. And that's when Ragnar announces that he'll be happy when the Blasphemous Rebellion has been crushed. Dun, dun, dun. And the Cree, and another Trafalgar comes in and shoots Teal'c and Teal'c goes down. Yeah.
1: This isn't fun
0: times, guys. No. We've been duped. <laughs> Double-crossed. And it does... Okay, is it just me or... In this scene, it seems like Makar... That's not how you pronounce it, whatever. Is not completely on um, Ragnar's side. Like, he seems sort of uneasy about this whole situation. Yeah. Like He's he really wants freedom, but he just doesn't think... that He thinks the Gould yeah. might be false gods, but are still too powerful. And possibly Makar threatened his kid that we saw at the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and
1: I think um, this is a guy who has a bit of a... Turning point later in the episode. Well, Makar right? is right.
0: Not Makar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ragnor is. Oh, we don't gotcha. see Makar anymore. That's after right. The first. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just. Uh. I think they're all just confused, and, yeah. and I don't mean confused. Um. What's the word I'm looking for? They're scared.
0: Yes. Well, and there's
1: too much unknowns, and they're scared, and they're like, "This is what we know works, so this is what we're going to stick to."
0: I think at the start of this episode, Ragnor is drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. Fully, and I think Makar is like. I'm going to go with the side that just threatened to kill my family right because and, that's just kind of what I'm sub- gonna do to yeah, keep myself alive exactly I yeah. don't think he believes in the ghoul as gods I, I think he wants freedom but he's also like uh, you just threatened my family and I'm just gonna go along with it yeah and
1: it's you know it's um I was thinking about this the other day it's just kind of a testament to the way the show's put together mm-hmm. um, they're the writers seem very resourceful they take these things um, they they take these real life themes and then just kind of implement them yeah. in this very natural way into our, our people that we deal with because that's sometimes what people do it's like it's not so it much is. that you agree with a certain way of doing things is that you're scared for your own personal well-being.
0: It's a very realistic shade of gray in a person yeah it and so it's such a great everywhere. way to
1: just kind of inject it everywhere and I think that's kind of what pulls at the heartstrings a little
0: yeah it's it's sort of it's like not, God, I can see where these people are coming from it's not having every character you know black or white yeah
1: it's and that and you know it's not just about traveling to the stars yeah it's not just about the Mm sci-fi it really is about the people it's a show about the people
0: yep so after we get back from the credits, we um, we get this nice pan of all the monitors in the top of the control room mm. to the stairs and Hammond, Sam, and Jacob are coming down the stairs. And at the base of the stairs is uh, Siler and Wood Ta-da. with the wrench. <laughs> I didn't I, notice that one. You did? I actually yeah. ran backwards
1: because I was I was getting ready yeah. to you know, to be people and I was <laughs> making myself human in the mirror and I can see my TV in the mirror. Yeah. And so I had to turn around and go.
0: Wait, I think I see a thing. I see <laughs> a thing! I see a thing! Because you see them later in the shot, too. Oh, you see okay. Like I, did, I didn't scene. catch the later thing. Yeah. Um, and so they're eyeing the group and eyeing the stargate. It's kind of funny. Anyway, <laughs> so the Tok'ra dial in. Jack's a little bummed. It's not Teal'c. Yeah. Uh, and they're sending a transmission. Um, and Jacob figures that his vacation is over. Yep. And it's kind of cool if you think about it. He's been there for, like, two episodes now. Yeah. He's chilling. That is on um, for it. I'll Probably on some vacation time. Uh, in Daniel's lab, everyone is gathered to listen to the message sent by their "quote unquote" good friend <laughs> Uh So, if you remember back a couple episodes, yep. that's the one who is a double agent. But the Tokra know he's a double agent, so are feeding them false information. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, that tanith uh, <laughs> that's our favorite guy and again i like they don't they rely on the fact that they have loyal loyal watchers and yeah. they don't like go hey tanith oh in this episode remember how wink, we're wink, feeding snacks yeah. we're going to keep feeding they you false information the yeah um, but the it's a conversation between apophis and Or that just took place like an hour ago mm. or something and they are agreeing to meet um, possibly an alliance between them and if there is, it could take out the rest of the system lords entirely. That's that's sort of how off-balance the power is right now. And if that happens, you know, Apophis can just deal with Hera or later if he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, which sure, is, It's like, you know, an episode of Survivor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we're going to make I, our alliances and then I kill you later. Never seen an episode of Survivor. I don't think I have... Either, but I know how the yeah, show okay. works. I I was surrounded by a big fandom of it. Oh, gotcha! In my previous newsroom, gotcha. And so I just kind of understood how it all. <laughs> yes, and then I by I, osmosis, I took the I took the <laughs> idea and ran with it. I was like, I'm going to start alliances with
0: everyone, <laughs> all of you, and then I'm going to kill you, play all. you all to my <laughs> <laughs> against each other. You will love it. <laughs> then uh, and then Jack says, "It's galactic business." Galactic badness. That's like when
1: Stitch Huge. says, what's your badness level? Yeah. And it's just galactic. Yeah, galactic. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, what's your badness level? Galactic. Galactic. Also, good
0: band name. It, the galactic yeah. badness. That is. I dig it. Um, so they're going to sabotage it. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. So Jacob pulls up some symbols that the think is a tech manual, but they've never really been able to translate it. There's no really indication of how they know that this tech manual be good for this. Um, Actually, I take that back because he does point out later that they know somehow that this tech manual is to these bombs. Gotcha. Because I think they got it separately, and they know it's associated with the bombs that they've been
1: waiting. It's like they saw an Ikea, you know, yeah, like oh, shelf I, thing, and they're like, well, we know it's for an Ikea product. Is it this one?
0: <laughs> I actually call it an Ikea manual here. So yeah. like, <laughs> Guys, um, Ikea. <laughs> so, uh, while he's, while he's um, they can't really translate this Ikea manual, uh-huh. um, and Daniel <laughs> does think it looks like Phoenician letters, Yeah, and everyone... Eventually, Daniel figures out it's a set of numbers and letters and colors type thing, like a combination for a lock. Mm-hmm. And while he's figuring that out, Selma comes and explains that the Poffas and or hate each other. Duh. Yeah. And have for a while. Duh.
1: Yeah, they're like the Katy Perry and Taylor Swift of you know the
0: universe. <laughs> this is my blank stare because I don't. Somebody know back me up. <laughs> don't know <laughs> anything. Those girls got beef. Um, (laughs) I think I could name a song by each. Wait, one of them does the roar song. Oh, yeah. That's Katy Perry. And then another one does like a shake song. Yes. Okay. Shake it off. This is the extent of what I know. (laughs) Good job,
1: guys. Uh, Yay! That's your pop star lesson for the day.
0: Now I could recite you. Team Perry. And again, put that knowledge in perspective, I can quote you the entire soundtrack to Hamilton. (laughs) So. (laughs) um, Anyway, so. They figured a war. If you pit Apophis and Herod against each other, mm-hmm. they're basically going to destroy each other and the system lords will be back in power. And like, that's easier to deal with than one it's, our Paul for gold. It's
1: such a simple, um, awesome plan. It's like the same thing that girls did in high school. <laughs> it's like. I mean, I'm not saying that your jacket is terrible, yeah. but what's her name did? Yeah, mm-hmm. she pretty much said that. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, but I overheard this. Yeah, in the hallway, so she was telling me. Let me just pin me these blah. two kingpins against each other, <laughs> and then
0: let them have at it. And I, then I climb your heads to get to the top. The cool girls wouldn't even let me talk to them, let alone start talk to. to them. <laughs> well, I didn't want to either, but like I wouldn't have been able to go yeah. talk to them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I think I was like, which
0: ones are the cool ones? Again? Yeah, basically. What? I was like, I mean, I'm king of the theater. I mean, yeah. queen of the theater. Doesn't that make me one of the cool girls? Yeah. I'm going to go over here and listen to cake. <laughs> I just dated I myself. did listen to a lot of cake. Uh, <laughs> um, and Broadway musicals. <laughs> <laughs> what? <No. laughs> what? Um... So, basically, Jack gets annoyed that Selmec isn't telling him anything or explaining anything, and he wants to, you know, he's about to lose it about, like, how hard is it for the Tokara to do business and tell us things, and, like, I want every detail mission, <laughs> I want to know everything, we're not going anywhere until you tell me all this shit. Just, Jack, shut up. I'm about to go tell you everything. Yeah. It's, oh, it's like when you prep okay, a mind. speech for your mom <laughs> yeah.
1: because you're like, mom, I really need to go on this because it's educational and there's this thing that I want to go see. And I know it just sounds like it's a music concert, but culture is important. And she's like, I said, yes,
0: I already bought you tickets. Yeah. So you can go and stop talking. <laughs> um, so brief history, Phoenicia, Phoenician letters, Phoenician, Phoenician it took culture, a very long
1: time to To realize that Phoenician is not Venetian, when I was whenever we learned about this high school,
0: it's because they phonetically sound like (laughs) yeah.
1: I used to phonetically the Phoenicians. (laughs) That was an unintended pun. Dun, dun, dun. I
0: don't even think that's a pun. It's just a rhyme. It was just an (laughs) awesome thing. So they were an ancient sea power civilization in the Mediterranean. Okay. Um, Basically all sort of the northern part of the African shore, uh, some of southern Spain. Sort of Mediterranean, like the outer edges of the Mediterranean. Yeah, it's like just, and they didn't go far inland because they were were like a sea trading culture. So they didn't didn't go inland very far. It was all the borders, um, sort of like 1500 to 300 BCE. Uh, and their alphabet became one of the most widely used in the world at the time. Right on. It's sort of like more cultures than, than just them used it. Well, when you are the travelers of the bunch, that's usually yes, the case. Yes. Yours yeah. becomes the common language. Exactly. Um, and especially, it also is because it was one of the first sort of organized alph- alphabets. Oh, right on. As well, and if you recognize the uh, the city named Carthage from your days of watching Hercules and Xena, <laughs> which was in Tunisia by the way, right next to Tatooine. Nice, except it was real and not a movie set. <laughs> <laughs> That was
1: when fun. I was little. My grandmother lived next to where they did reshoots, and I think so. We would drive past, and I go, "There's a starlight pit right there! It's right there, I see it! Don't fall in!
0: Don't fall in! Boba Fett's still down there being digested."
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people would go ride four wheelers in the desert in Southern California, and I'd be like, "There they are." Um,
0: I would. Yeah mainly just to go out and pretend that to find the Sarlacc Pit. I went,
1: shot straight up a hill that I was like, I can take that hill and then landed a, a four-wheeler on top of myself. <laughs> oh. went, I'm okay, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm only 10 and my body is not fully formed, so I will be just fine.
0: <laughs> that's basically I how that went down. I made <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Nothing is fused Whereas together Whereas if holy. that happened now, I'd be like, guys, I'm, I'm, I dead. I'm dead. I died. <laughs> just leave me here to die. Just just, I'm never moving me. again. Just drag me out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> bring in the Hummer and the
1: crane to lift me into the back of it. Helicopter <laughs> me out of here. Um,
0: Sarlacc Pit. Sarlacc Pit. <laughs> Phoenicia. Anyways, so they're so they're major traders, adva- very advanced seafarers for the day. They're actually also for the day highly democratic. Oh, right on! Nothing close to like actual actual democracy, to, but for the day, you their know, before the Romans, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for anyone to live
1: that way without it being imposed to yeah. begin with—that's oh, pretty exactly. awesome. In
0: and, and their entire culture was really important building blocks for future civilizations. Right on. Um, so their alphabet had twenty-two letters. Okay. Um, it was one of sort of the first, really contends for the first. It's not the first, like, written, like, hieroglyph-type thing, but, like, a repetitive where you can build things and each symbol represented a sound gotcha. early on. There's only consonants. Oh, and if okay. you look at the alphabet and the sounds they represent, you see a lot of similarities to, like, the Latin and there for English alphabet. Oh, cool. Um, like, there are um, the, the, the K, the N... M, H, Q. Like, you can see how there's a natural progression gotcha. to, to there. And their number system is close to sort of the Roman numeral system in terms of they had, like, a symbol for 1, 100. And so, you know, if you combined four of the ones with a 10, it'd be 40 right. type styles. So.
1: It's, it's interesting to consider. I'm going to get a little heady here. It's probably the bourbon. Go heady. That there's only a finite amount of sounds we can make. Yeah. But yet there's all these languages that mm-hmm. we've made. I, I don't know. Just the idea that there's only this finite amount of patterns. I, I wonder as we evolve and, you know, languages start to get mixed back together, like yeah. you get Spanglish and then you get like, uh, you know, the yeah. different types of slang yeah, yeah, or the yeah. things to try to come together. Um, or, you know, we borrow from each other's mm-hmm. languages. Like at one point, will we just invent this Earthly You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like, how far in the future is that? Guys, I'm drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I put like half a shot of bourbon in a coffee. <laughs> I want to speak earthly <laughs> I'm going to make it up.
1: We're going to call it Gracelian. <laughs> oh, that's my good deed More for the day. Coffee.
0: So back in the episode on The Briefing Room, Dan explains that the, the meeting's going to be held on the Tobin system, and the Tobin people have been extinct for centuries, but they left behind this nice little convenient minefield in space. <laughs> so it's considered neutral territory because these mines detect and hone on to different signals, including gold weapons. So right. if either Apophis er, or haru open fire, they're going to be destroyed. So basically
1: they booby-trapped it so no one can get through. Well, it's or like... Or so no, to- yeah. so no gold could get it
0: through. It just was like, it also happens to be gold technology and we don't know why the race is extinct for centuries but if they've field their entire planet I'm assuming it wasn't a peaceful demise of yeah. their culture yeah
1: <laughs> or I wonder if they trap themselves
0: with these minds, or something. Who knows? Something. Anyway. Um, so Jacob explains that they can sneak in. Remember, Jacob is a ship here yeah. on Earth from when he saved Jack and Tip a couple episodes ago. Yeah. They can reprogram one and basically make it go seek out Apophis' ship and explode. And he'll naturally think that her Heror her- her- her did it. Yes. So... There is an issue of the mines are in constant random motion, mm-hmm. but if they can grab one, throw it in the cargo bay, Jacob basically fly the ship around the mine as it moves mm-hmm. in, like, a really destructive video game.
1: So basically orbits one of the mines. Is that no, what we're well, thinking? Well, it's or... it's
0: more of, like, so I don't think... It sounds like the mines don't, let say, orbit. The mines just kind of move in random No, No, no,
1: like, when his ship orbit it just, one of the mines or would he be like navigating it like he would in be, an asteroid field yeah he would be okay.
0: navigating and he's just matching the ship to the movements of the oh, mine oh
1: gotcha, gotcha so he's like
0: flying it with so the so he's mine. drifting
1: behind he's drif- the mine
0: yeah drifting around behind, it yeah. yeah sweet I do want to play this game where is it <laughs> I want to do it I want to do it <laughs> Um so that manual that Daniel found or not found, but is helping to translate, that's basically the Ikea manual for these mines. Oh, cool. Which is nice. Sweet. Then, you know, remember how someone shot Teal'c? earlier Uh in this episode. Yeah, let's go back to that. Yeah, we're gonna go back (laughs) to Teal'c. Uh, he's dragged into a room, which doesn't look like a super friendly room, guys. Yeah. Uh, and hung from some chains in the ceiling. It's not very comfy or warm It's not, no. no. It's no reading nook. Um, in comes Tarek, who introduces himself with a pain stick to Teal'c's side. Uh, he's your basic torture ghoul, who thinks (laughs) way too much of himself, and will record Teal'c's torture so they can broadcast how pathetic Teal'c was before he died. And how he prayed to the gods for forgiveness blah blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um teal clearly is like fuck you yeah <laughs> and also spit in his face yeah. earlier in which the i love
1: that i love anytime a character spits in the face of their enemy uh, yeah well of their captor yes uh because it really is it's like you i don't care that i'm up in chains no. No. this is
0: i'm still gonna attack you because yeah. reasons um, and Tarek then stabs him again with the pain stick so strongly that light shoots out of Teal'c's eyes and, yeah. and mouth as he screams. Straight
1: up like, I felt like um, well, come back to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was terrible.
0: Uh, so back in the SGC corridor Sam and Jack and Jacob are geared up and Daniel is up on level 18 still so they walk and talk to the elevator and head up um, and so they don't actually no. like are the gold really stupid enough to fire on each other in a minefield the goal is to just piss them off enough that there's gonna be a war between the two to win right. both sides right. like they don't think the all out fight's gonna be here it's just like first strike poke yeah Poke the bear, guys. Poke the bear and run. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Apophis is going to retreat if he thinks he were attacked. And yeah. then he'll go back and strike back later. Right. So, the so other... it is really a poke the bear and it run. It is poke yeah. the bear and run. So then the elevator opens. And it's just Daniel trying to carry an entire library.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and Deanna just wants to make sure he has all the translation material he'll need to reprogram a bomb. Right. And Jack's like, laptop, dude. Yeah. He goes, well... I have one, but I couldn't get Beck's ancient Phoenician symbology on CD at archaeology.com. Yeah. And Jack just pushes Daniel's glasses yeah. up.
1: I love it though. I love that one that Daniel's finally, he gives it back. Yeah. I love now yeah. that Daniel's like, no, fuck off, dude. <laughs> I'm important that this is how I do it. And then just for, for shit, I went to find archaeology.com. Once oh, so I did the same thing. <laughs> okay. What did you find? Then yeah, you can buy it. It's like a sad open WordPress site. So, guess who's
0: buying archaeology.com? <laughs> but archaeology.org is a magazine from the Archaeological oh. Institute of America. But someone please buy archaeology.com and make it a Daniel Jackson themed webpage, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just in his
1: face there and all his different findings. <gasps> How awesome would that be? <laughs>
0: Would be so funny. That would be the it's coolest thing. Dan- it's and then it's just Daniel Jackson's Egyptian dancing. You'd have, screensaver. Like, you'd have to put
1: like a you'd have to put a giant disclaimer that says this is not a real sight. <laughs> Or someone
0: will source you in <laughs> <Point>. their paper. <laughs> to be fair, I think that would be hilarious if someone sourced our Daniel Jackson archaeology.com in a paper. I'm just going to go like, Because it's proof they've done no research. Done
1: nothing at all.
0: If they do that, they deserve it.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it.
0: Oh, is the laugh. Is the,
1: like the Tokra and the gold, or, like the, um, not the, the, I guess it's a Jaffa language that they speak. Yes. When they Korean stuff. Is that written anywhere? I think we just, like, some of it wallpaper is Some <laughs> of it is, yeah.
0: Some of it, it's, it's it's not quite as as robust as, I would say, your Klingon. Gotcha. But there are websites where you can go and basically form all your basic sentences I dig it. in Gould. We're going to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> so the group uh, walks to... An empty runway, but the runway's not empty. It's filled with a cloaked gold cargo ship. Yeah, Jacob has taken a wall out—the wall between the, you know, yeah, the, well, the you know, cargo remodeled bay and inside. The yeah, he remodeled the yeah. a little, made it bigger. He likes a
1: nice, big, lofty, open space. Also, remove the escape pods because if yeah. the mine touches anything, those aren't going to do any good. He's going to put in some slate countertops, mm-hmm. and that's that's just the thing he does.
0: Yeah. Um, So in hyperspace, Sam and Daniel are just waist deep in books spread (laughs) all over, which personally, I find something very satisfying about doing research in that state, which is like books spread all over. Oh, yeah. It makes me happy. It's all about the space you're in when you research. And Jack is playing with his watch. Very bored. And asks if Sam understands any of it. And she's like, it's all Phoenician to me. <laughs> Which I really liked. I so too. the
1: line, it's all Greek to me. Does yeah. that exist pre-Shakespeare, I wonder? That part,
0: I do not know.
1: Because I think, I know he uses it in Julius Caesar. He does. But I don't know what the 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 foundations for that is. Does it is exist before that? Because Greek is a freaking weird language. It is. Uh, um, <laughs> Um but uh I was just an idea I had and so I'm hoping that it was Shakespeare cuz you know he invented all the fun words
0: I think, and phrases um I or maybe he just popularized it probably I think he wrote it though Oh okay um I could be wrong I dig it anyway I I I'm a fan
1: and I really love her little
0: yes yeah. usage of, it. of the metaphor in English traces back to modern times and is used in 1599 in Shakespeare's play Julius Caesar Yes I knew a thing, guys. You knew a thing. Boom. And Wiki backed you up. That's
1: as far as I need to do my research, because I'm <laughs> not really in school. I ain't backtracking any further than that.
0: <laughs> so um, back in the torture room, Teal'c refuses water offered by Ragnor, which annoys him. Yeah. And Teal'c is trying to play tough, Um, or Ragnor thinks Teal'c was playing trying tough, yeah. and, and already realizes that Teal'c is stronger willed than him, I yeah. think. Um, But Ragnar swears, he's like, I swear my father's name that's just water. Mm -hmm. And Tilk's like, Well, what was your father's name anyway? Yeah, I don't, (laughs) Um, how would that help me at all? (laughs) It was Delnor, which Tilk knows, and he's like, Yeah, you do, because you, when you were first Prime, you spared Delnor when Apophis ordered him killed. Mm. And that was the trigger when that happened. Delnor thought it was a sign, and he started supporting Tilk and supporting the rebellion. And he, he basically seared the mark off Ragnar's head. Because of that, and it said that Rachner was free. and Tilgo's was like, "Well, yeah, you are." He yeah. goes, well, you know, no, it's it's you know, more and more. Jaffa started to believe and started following Braytek and saying the rebellion had started and that one day all the, re- the Jaffa would be free. And he's like, yeah, truth, bro.
1: Truth. Yeah. These are all true things. But um, it is important that we get to see this perspective from the kid who's like, I never asked for this. Exactly. I didn't ask for this rebellion. I didn't ask for this freedom. Yeah. I just wanted to live a quiet, peaceful existence yep. where I'm not in charge of my life. Exactly. Which... I don't think it's really what he wants. I think the kid is scared. Yes.
0: And he doesn't understand. I think it goes back to, to Makara in, in the first yes. scene. He's like, this is the path of least resistance. Yeah. Where this is I'm not going to get me killed. and everyone I know killed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and Ragnar says it's blasphemy. He goes, well, my father died and was stupid. And Apophis killed our entire family because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, Apophis died himself and was reborn. Yeah. Yeah, you have to remember, like, when you're told that Apophis is a god and then you see him die and then be reborn. Yeah. It's kind of, you know. Yeah. Affecting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know. Usually he, when someone dies and comes back, then now uh, makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, it's a yeah. thing. Yeah. And he now commands the greatest army the ghoul has ever seen. Of course he's a god. And thankfully Ragnor saw soon enough to save himself. Yeah. That's when Tarek comes in and tells Teal'c that not even Braytac lasted this long. That with pitiful tears streaming down Braytac's face, he admitted the ghoul were powerful gods. Which clearly Teal'c doesn't buy. Yeah. Knowing that Braytac would die first. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tarek still pokes and needles him going, yeah, he did die. Um, after he prayed to me and asked for my forgiveness. Mm, mm-hmm. And then you, they rip Teal's shirt off to show how much he's already been tortured. Yeah. And then they shove the pain stick right in Junior's pouch. That's not a good feeling. And the pain is so bad, Teal passes out. So I
1: you know more than I do so no spoilers but like this is all bullshit talk as far as I'm concerned. I tried my best not to listen to them talk about Rachel because I'm like I don't believe you, I don't believe you, I don't believe you I don't believe you. Don't believe you. Um, so that's my decision on that part.
0: I am taking a drink of bourbon coffee
1: <laughs> bourbon coffee for when your morning needs a little extra kick
0: <laughs> I've already drank an entire pot of coffee and now having bourbon coffee on top of it <laughs> yeah So, Jacob's cargo ship arrives at the minefield, and it's just hundreds of thousands of mines. And Jacob has this fancy heads-up display to help him fly the ship and keep the mine centered in the cargo hold, which is hard, to Mm. say the least, he admits. Um, They clear the rings with all the books that are sitting on top of it uh, (laughs) and transfer it on board a mine. Um, But there's one small issue... Uh, it's not that Dana doesn't recognize the symbols, it's that there are no symbols. Yeah, I don't see anything here. Jack (laughs) has a classic what-the-fuck face. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good way to explain it. (laughs) Come again for big fudge? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so back with Teal'c, um, now he's being tortured with a ribbon device, we're getting another look at Ragnor. He's clearly a little uncomfortable with this. Yeah. Um, Tarek doesn't know why Teal doesn't save himself. Why waste my time? Just admit that we're gods and yada, blah, blah, blah. Bad guy monologue. Um, he's doing this to save Teal.
1: Yeah, t- that guy is especially creepy. Yeah. Oh, he's he has He's kind is. of done really well. Yeah. He looks unhinged. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he could take out the other kid just for the fun of it.
0: And he looks like he is truly someone who just enjoys torturing yeah, people. Yeah. That's
1: not, uh, not good times. That's not normal. Not good times at all. That's not normal.
0: Teal comes back with kri shock shell knock which basically means death before dishonor. Nice. And um, pisses Tarak off more, <laughs> who hits Teal with the ribbon and then hits the recording device with a pain stick and storms out. So back on the ship of broken dreams, they're trying to get to the insides of the bomb. And while Jacob is pretty sure that you touch the circle with the cross on the bottom of it, mm-hmm. uh, he also <laughs> lets Jack know that the last time a Toker attempted this, they're never heard from again. Yikes. Yeah. So Sam gets on her back, goes up, and is about to touch it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and she like freaks this out. This is great. Touch it? Not touch it. <laughs> this, but it's like, I am grouped. I am grouped. I am grouped. And am, it's like, not that one! <laughs> Daniel's like, wait, no, sorry, that's it, I'm sure. And Sam is like, you better be sure about At that her. point, I'd be like, you fucking touch it. <laughs> I am group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she touches it and waits for the explosions. Nothing happens. Yeah. Just lights. That is a great, like, expression on her. Yeah, She's, I know. like, know. She's like, oh, And then, oh, god, oh, god, oh, god. Oh, god, oh, god. Um... And, and and Jacob Brunson, they can't touch the mind anywhere but inside yeah jeez so this is like this great game of
1: like Simon meets Operation yeah meets there's something else in there but I haven't there's, figured there was, out what it is what's the yet.
0: one where like you had to make a code with the four pegs or whatever oh there. uh Mastermind Mastermind yeah. yeah so it's a combination of those I it's think. Mastermind Simon
1: Operation yeah Opera Simon Mind <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna keep working on that. Guys. Okay, you keep working on that. And then we rent the game and make millions. <laughs> Sorry, my Go head just went to masturbation. <laughs> 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 it's not a word I, I should do. That's the <laughs> name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Masturation. <laughs> mind <laughs> masturbation oh my what are you oh doing my. stop mind
1: masturbating in there you're gonna go blind you're gonna explode the mind <laughs> and this is why we get an explicit rating although children listening would be like what's happening I don't understand why this it is happening explodes
0: in white I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Sam and Daniel are under the <laughs> mind like a car. <laughs> and they have to erase all the frequencies that are sitting in there now and then just input the one they want. Oh, is that on them? Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. And no, Jack, they do not know how long this will take. Yeah. So back with Teal. It's seen as how we've never, ever, ever done this before. <laughs>
1: Probably don't have any don't
0: speak the languages in we don't yeah. speak IKEA, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um so back with Tealc he knows Tarek is growing frustrated with him because instead of recording Teal's humiliation, he's recording his own humiliation. Mm-hmm. And Ragnar doesn't understand. Why doesn't Tilk just, you know, like don't you believe that your soul is just gonna be forever punished? Um and Teal'c schools him on the whole Golder Parasites truth Mm-hmm. And, uh, that he stood on this swamp that they came from. And was like, lies! Yeah. he looks like, bro. I've been there. Why would I've I lie? Do you see me right now? Yeah. Why would I not give in? What are my Look reasons for lying right now? Yeah. <laughs> why would I be lying right now? <laughs> And he goes, uh, you know, he believes so strongly that he will fight to live with every last bit of strength so that one day enough Jafal will believe as he does and end the ghoul and free us all. Hey, guys, do you see the character arc yet in Ragnar? Yeah. yeah. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. Have we hit you over the head enough with the character uh, arc? Do we see something
1: similar happening here to someone who may have witnessed this in like episode
0: one? <laughs> yeah. Do you see any I will say, parallels um, here. I, uh, what, what is his name who plays, um, who plays Ragnar? Cause he's actually really, Obi. Uh, oh, that's the guy with the fun name. Yeah. I saw that name Ned and Fio. I was an awesome name. I apologize, Obi, and I've just killed your name. Um, Ned Fio oh, Uh, yeah, no. Sure. Um, you're really awesome though. Like <laughs> his, he, it's. Really, up until now, all of his lines are completely Kool-Aid lines. Oh. But he... The looks on his face and everything, and, and his look in the background, and his non-verbal character arc, I think is beautifully done. Yeah. Obi-Nedpho? Sure. Okay. That sounds better than what I butchered it as. obi Um I just going to call him Obi, <laughs> because I like, I like that name. That's a good name. It's a very awesome name. <laughs> um, but anyways, he's fantastic in this episode. Like... Uh, mad props Um, so but you know Teal'c would say that one more strong warrior for the cause is worth all of his torture, right? Totally, now.
1: Yeah. yeah. If he can convert this one guy, if he can say, and the way he would see it is, if I can
0: save one life, yeah, it was worth this. It was worth all this torture, yeah, yeah. So, back in the mine with the mine, mine, in the mine, um, Daniel and Sam are still at it. Uh, we learned that clockwise is blue and counterclockwise is orange, okay. <laughs> and as another mine comes closer to the ship, Jacob has a fly, a little cockeyed what kitty wampus and the mine sinks closer to him, <laughs> and the mine, you know, outside is getting closer and closer to the wall. So they need to avoid the outside mine, or that's gonna explode, and eventually it all gets fixed. Uh, is this the part where Sam just goes
1: dad? Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I love that that's what happened. Yeah. She's not like we're in a little trouble or there's something like, at 12 o'clock. No it's dad. 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 It's dad! <laughs> there's something under the bed. Dad the mind's touching me in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> make it stop make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, "I'm on it." I'm, but it was shut ex- up and
0: undraw. Do I have to turn the ship around? <laughs> it
1: was absolutely great. It was. <laughs> it reminded me of this joke. So Mike Robiglia does this bit where he talks about going out into the wilderness. Yeah, and he's with his sister, and how they tell you if you see a bear, you make yourself big, you yeah, can make these sounds, and you say, "Go away, bear. There's <laughs> nothing for you here." <laughs> and and he's like which never works because eventually we did see a bear and the reason I knew there was a bear is because my sister called my name and it wasn't that she called my name but it was how she said it (laughs) where she just went Mike? <laughs> it's very much in that vein. Yeah, but anyway, go find the bit, listen to it, microbele yeah. it, does it way better than He's I do. He's so good. <laughs> He's so
0: funny. And actually that kind of the, the waving the bear out of the way yeah. it's, comes back in a couple of minutes in this episode oh, if you saw it oh. caught something in the background it makes me laugh. <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, they they have no clue how much longer this is going to be, but someone is coming to the minefield so Jacob's going the ship. It's a gold mothership. It's a gold. It's a puffer. It's a me, Goldie. It's a me, a puffers. <laughs> and he wears he wears red. Yeah, or, and and and. Hair, hair,
1: hair wears green
0: overalls. Oh.
1: Or wait, or are they purple now because they're Emonies?
0: Oh, and anyway. it could be Wario. <laughs> Wario. Wario! <laughs> well, at but this no, point, I do like the green Luigi. But see, at this point, Let's they're still green. thinking they're going to work together. Although they can
1: throw fireballs, so maybe they're, like, white and red. Maybe, yeah. Anyway. This is true. <laughs> um, no
0: more alcohol. <laughs> so the mind starts flushing green. Green is not good. It's, green is bad. Mm-hmm. Green is very, very bad. Yeah. They need Selmac, so yeah. Jack has to fly the ship. Yeah. So Jack takes the HUD and the stick, and it's a yeah. quick learning curve. Let's not, let's not fly from. past
1: this, though, because he's like, you're going to have to fly. And he's like, oh, no.
0: Yes! I I will pay this. <laughs> like, you see
1: his eyes light up. I like this. flying things. <laughs> this is, it's like handing the keys over to, like, a really nice boats card to, yeah. like, a 20-year-old. Yeah. It's like... Okay, I'm gonna an- oh God, don't, don't, don't don't floor the gas like that. <laughs>
0: and so what makes me is the background of the next scene. when you're looking at Jacob, you see you see Jack flying the ship in the background, and at one point, Jack has one hand on the stick and the other hand is trying to wave off of mine. <laughs> Like,
1: like the sorcerer's apprentice. Yes, one. he's yes. like, this is working. He tries this to wear the vinyl. He, he's, you know what? They're at a four-way stop, and he's like, "No, you go, you go. That's fine, you go. No, be... you go, now you go." Oh,
0: that no, had no. to have been an RDA improv. I <laughs> fucking love that man. You have
1: the right away. Go. <laughs> Jesus, you're holding him traffic now. Go. Hong
0: Kong. And then it's like, okay, fine, I'll go. And then you just the other car goes the same time, so yeah, you break.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> you go. It's like that Portlandia skit. It's like, no, I I've, no. I've ordered Chinese food to this spot. And delivered now. You go.
0: You go. <laughs> anyway, so back in the back <laughs> of the... Uh, Daniel is thinking that it's going to blow at any minute and he doesn't know how to deactivate it since the wrong combination and the failsafe enacts and you have five minutes to fix it or it explodes and they've just like got the failsafe enacted. They have five minutes. They're like, if we release the mine now, the mission is ruined. Yeah. But if they don't release it now, it explodes, yeah. which is bad, and yeah. the mission is still ruined. So Jacob says, enter the right code. Well, like, okay, yeah, thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for nothing. We tried that. What does Salmec say? Try again. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. You're absolutely useless. Super helpful. Go away, Dad. You suck. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Although that is a very Dad-like thing it's to say. very So dead. do it right. Yeah. If I don't do this right, then this will happen, and this will happen. It's like, so then then do, do it, it right. right. Just go do it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm
0: saying it right now. I want your help with it. You're not getting my help. Just go do it. Just I have other shit it. to do. Yeah do you really want me to leave Jack flying this ship <laughs> yeah then we all die <laughs> immediately fiery crash so back with Teal'c uh he is summoned and dragged out of the room <laughs> Uh, in Apophis' throne room surrounded by his harem who are awkwardly petting him yeah. the whole time. The, how is that
1: like enjoyable to I anybody? No, it's so weird. You're so, if I had that many people just sitting there petting me, I
0: think I'd be like, Stop it. Stop touching me. <laughs> just go don't away. Touch, don't touch me. Just fuck off forever. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's when haror hails him. <laughs> um, and now on uh, you know, because Haror's ship is now in the minefield. Mm. Uh, Jacob is listening and translating the, because they can hear the audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ur wants to join force, forces. In exchange, he wants control over what is currently his and that of Cronus. And he has a gift for Pophis to try to make nice with him in hmm. hopes he doesn't screw him over when we kill hmm. all the everyone else. I wonder. What is he offering? Yeah, are you guys surprised at this he, point? When you he find- rolls out a
1: cake. A yes. giant massive cake, yeah, 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 yeah. And then out of it just pops, pops out a Tealuk. <laughs> and he goes, Happy
0: birthday And
1: <laughs> he's, he's wearing like a Mr. President. <laughs> I mean, he is
0: half naked. He, he, is. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, <laughs> so, but before the team can worry about Tealuk, they need to worry about this bomb. Uh, because they have less than a minute and the combination isn't working. And clearly, and Daniel's like, it says three two blue, four, two orange, three, two blue. Why the fuck is it not working? <laughs> These are the numbers right here, one, two, three. And Sam's like, um, what about zero? Yeah. He's like, the Phoenicians have no number for zero. He goes, but yeah, well, the, the, the Tobins have some advanced technology, and yeah. they probably would have had to have a zero. Like, they would have had to have a zero. Because zero is kind of what makes or breaks this type of technology, Yeah, right? and, yeah. and Daniel's like, what do you mean? He goes, no, trust me, it's a math thing. I'm not going <laughs> to I explain. love that. It's a
1: math thing. Trust me, it's a math thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I want a shirt that says
1: that, zero. Yeah. Just like the, remember the old Smashing Pumpkin yeah. zero? But then underneath it says, trust me, it's a math thing.
0: I have one that says "Science at Work, Bitches" <laughs> from XKCD. Nice. Uh, and back in the back is the the chart for the background radiation of the universe. Oh, it's pretty awesome. Um, so he's like, "Fine, let me recalculate two two blue, three two orange, two two blue." Yeah, and that works. So now Ta-da. they just have to enter the right frequency. <laughs> so zero guys is like. One of the coolest numbers ever. Yeah. Second only to, for me personally, infinity mm. in numbers, coolness. I'm looking zero. So zero has an actually a really complex history to it and like a really interesting biography, if you will. Sure. There's this amazing book. I actually have it in my hands oh. right now. This is my first like official book recommendation on the show. <gasps> uh, this is called Zero, the Biography of a Dangerous Idea by Charles Seife. Oh. Um this book is amazing. I can't recommend this book enough. It's not a super big book. Um it goes into the the incredible history like the concept of how the number basically has shaped civilization, the concept of zero, from jumpstarting math and science to being a major part of why the renaissance happened. Huh. Basically how the concept of zero and the nothing and the void, you know, threatened the church in the day in, in the middle ages. Yeah. Um Well, because zero is a
1: concept that you have to to think abstractly. You can't go by what's in front of you because there's nothing in front of you when there's zero.
0: (laughs) And, like, that was actually a huge concept to come up in civilization. Like, it was a huge breakthrough for humans to grasp. Um, And there's a really great quote on the second page of the book that kind of sums up why it's awesome. It Mm. says, zero is powerful because it's infinity's twin. Oh, and those who know me know my love affair of infinity. (laughs) Yeah, because what Nah. I love infinity. Um, (laughs) And so he has another book called Alpha and Omega, which is the search for the beginning and end of the universe, and that's also great. Um, I haven't checked him out in a couple of years. He has a couple new books I really want to read now, including one about how people use numbers to manipulate people in terms of propaganda and marketing. Oh yeah, and I'm highly intrigued by this book. Um, anyway, zero is incredibly powerful. Uh, this book is incredibly amazing. Um, I highly recommend the book. Um, this is the first cool. for
1: like the Terra book. Uh, so it's a
0: Terra book recommendation. Or it's a
1: it's a Terra endorsed.
0: Yeah. What are we going to call it? And I'll come back to me. I'll yeah, it's down. only like 200 pages. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a fairly short book. I may sneak and, this away today. It away. No, it's fine. And what's really nice is that this is, <laughs> it's like a history book. So it's not, there's numbers and there's some, and, and math in there, but it's Guys, not. Guys, there's pictures in it. And there's pictures <laughs> and diagrams, but it's, it's, it's made it's not made to be a it's not a math book sure it's understandable even if you don't know like I don't know advanced math this is why I didn't go into physics people um but it's it's a good book I like it and zero is basically one of the coolest numbers ever um for it um so back to the show Teal'c is being dragged into the torture room again and Tarek offers Teal'c one more time to save his soul and Teal'c's not stupid. Mm-hmm. He knows Apophis is just gonna kill him and revive him over and over and sure. over and over again yeah. and Teal'c just starts like manically laughing. Yeah. This is yeah, this is great where he's like I'm fucking done giving any shits about it. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, um, and Jack knows what will happen to Teal'c if Apophis gets him mm-hmm. but right now anything they try to do to rescue him is gonna give him away yeah. and Jack's like so? Yeah. Point. Yeah, I don't understand because why. No, I don't no care. cares. Um, But there's bigger things at stake. And yes, Teal'c is a friend. Jacob says, but basically, sometimes sacrifices have to be made. And as much as it sucks, Teal'c is expendable.
1: Yeah, and you know, Jacob's coming from a place of more experience than anybody else on our team. Well. And- and and his thought process is logical.
0: Yes. But. I think that's more of a thing. I think more so than, yes, he has more experience because of Selmak. But I think. Well, no, I just mean
1: as a soldier. He's true. Gonna, he's older he than them true. all. And he is so, true. yeah, he's coming from a very, like, rational,
0: common sense place. Um, But we know that that's just not how it's going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. And I think he's also trying to come at it, like you said, from a more impersonal view of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. He is coming from the fact of, you know, he basically to the point of in a rebellion like this, technically everyone's expendable. Right. And it's, that's the thing. And it's not that he doesn't bigger.
1: value teal, because yes. just said, no, I know what's important. Here. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, so meanwhile, Daniel and Sam finish their work and are ready to deploy the mine. Mm, the mine. <laughs> and they really hope the shooting doesn't start while they're in the middle of the minefield. Yeah. That would be no fun <laughs> no. <laughs> for anybody. So you deploy it and n- 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 nothing happens. Nope. Just kidding. And and they wonder if their operative compromised um, because, you know, it was basically he was going to send a signal which is going to attract the mine. Right. Um, or was the mine reprogrammed wrong? And Sam, like, looks back at Daniel going, say what again? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I'm sure we did it right. Don't no, worry. no, just don't. That's, don't look at me. That's not a thing. Don't look at me. Yeah. Uh, so an apophis then appears to Harrow and agrees to his terms. Harrow hmm. will send a Shulva right over. Sam points out that to Jacob, you know, Tilk did risk his life to save us all when we went to rescue you from NATO. You kind of owe him. Yeah. And he goes, you know, if we use the rings to tran if they use the to transport him, then they can kind of grab him, intercept the signal in the same way that Tilk yeah. rescued them. Yeah. Um, but they can't do that while well in stealth. So the long cloak. And Jacob's like, Well, um, easier said than done. Jack's like, here, you can do the fancy flying. It's your yeah. ship. I let you I mean, have it. Have fun. Let's go rescue Teal. Yeah. Now give me my thing I want. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me back my Teal toy. Yeah. <laughs> back in the torture room, Ragnar is shocked. He's, mm. you know, he's never seen someone endure this much torture. And, you know, Teal knows that the Pop is just going to kill him thousands of times over again for fun. Yeah. Um, but Teal will never admit that he's a god. Mm-hmm. Ragnar thinks he's either insane or. And then before he can finish, Tarek comes in to take Teal'c to be sent to Apophis. And Teal'c starts to struggle, and Tarek hits him with the ribbon device and doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. Because Tarek wants the satisfaction of watching him die at least once before he's sent over.
1: Well, Teal'c does take out that other guard Mm -hmm. in the process, so let's give him that credit. The man has been nothing but tortured for, like, who knows how long. yeah. And he still manages to take out a fully capable guard. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Seriously, Teal'c's a...
1: Yeah. Did we have doubts that Teal'c is a badass motherfucker? No, because if you did, they should be gone by now. Yeah, you shouldn't
0: have those doubts anymore. (laughs) He's like a level 50 in a world of, like, level 3s. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So all of this has been enough for Ragnar. He's he's reached his breaking point. Character arc complete. He hits Tarek with a pain stick at the back of his neck, and Tarek falls because he's a wimp compared to Teal'c. And the matter stream is sent. We can see it between the two ships. Uh, and Jacob does some fancy flying, makes his way in there, and they miss. <laughs> Which means they need to get out of there now. No. <laughs> because all this work. <laughs> because they are no this longer This is where close. they should start laughing maniacally. I know. <laughs> and it's like, we're so fun. They're exposed, they're visible, and they just couldn't get to him in time. Mm -hmm. Hera is informed that someone has tried to intercept the stream, which annoys him. Mm. And we see a Tok'ra operative activating a button hidden, a giant fucking button that is not inconspicuous. Oh, this? This is just
1: my uh, Fitbit.
0: (laughs) This is my, it's my Apple Watch. Yeah, it's
1: not, this is not a secret technology (laughs) that I use for my, you're a bad spy.
0: Yeah. His bond would not be pretty. <laughs> But he activates it, sends the signal, because you can't stop the signal now, mm-hmm. and to attract the mine to Apophis' ship. And also, that wasn't Teal'c in the stream. <laughs> that was Tarek. And so the mine explodes. They naturally assume it was or on Apophis's ship. He doesn't believe Harrow's line about it being a deception, especially mm-hmm. after he didn't send him the Shulva. Yeah. On the scout ship, Jack insists they go back for Teal'c, and Jacob's like, too late, dude. Yeah. Too late. Not,
1: no. We're lucky that we're alive right now. <laughs> we're either going
0: to get out of here or we're going to die with yes, Teal'c. Yeah.
1: It's time. This is time now. Um, <laughs> and suddenly,
0: multiple ships decloak around Apophis's ship, which concerns Hararur and everyone on the cargo <laughs> ship, because they've never been able to cloak an entire mothership, let alone an entire fucking fleet. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a single glider leaves Haru's ship before it's destroyed because they start firing at Harrow's ship. Mm-hmm. So once they start firing, the mines detect the gold weapons and right. start trying Shit. to get to Apophis's ship. And they use all these extra ships as basically like cannon fodder right. to protect Apophis, which is you're losing a hell of a lot of people and ships. Yeah. It seems cool. like a slightly dumb move, but yeah. he did destroy Harrow's ship. Yeah. Jacob at, at that point, they're just trying to create more chaos yes. to find an opening in. Yeah. So Jacob detects the glider and assumes terror in himself. Uh, not wanting to escape, he signals it. And Jacob asks which god his worships. And he gets back a Tok'ra password. Huh. Interesting mm. here, he introduces himself as Jacob Carter and not Selmak. That's true. To, after getting a Tok'ra password. Huh. I don't know what that says. I don't know what it means. I just found it interesting. Well, do the Tok'ra... I mean, they go by both. They do. But, uh, you know, if this person, you know, if he gets back a Tok'ra password, who knows how old it is? I mean, Selmak is only... Jacob and Selmak have only been together for so long now. Right. Like he should say Selmak and not Jacob. Or That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: Huh. Well, I mean, I guess maybe it's a... Heat. Let's just chalk it up to, like, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Just
0: kind of... I don't think there's anything to it. It was mm-hmm. just an interesting note, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but it's Ragnor, uh, and he, you know, he knows how to answer with the Tok'ra password because he helped Tilk escape. Yeah. So would Tilk know the Tok'ra password? Oh, I'm assuming, yeah.
1: Te- so the, this is where my mind goes, why didn't Tilk just answer?
0: Because Tilk barely has enough energy to answer back to. That's fair. He's not the one flying. He's yeah. barely staying conscious That's the back. true. That's true. He's he th- just whispered it at Reckner. <laughs> yeah. It, I think right now, Tilk's had to be strong for so long and but, yeah. like, has not been able to let his defense down. He's fatigued. Down. And now yeah. he's finally like, I'm safe. I'm just going to nap. Yeah. I can finally... He's been raging
1: for days and yes. now he's fatigued. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, you get like equal amount of rounds of fatigue as you do rage. <sighs> D and D. Someone plays
0: lots of D and D. It's been a long time, and I miss it. A long time? You mean like three weeks? Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Don't, don't laugh at me. I'm not judging you. We went to I'm... Ikea to buy a table. Um, a quote-unquote dining table. But boyfriend Jesse and I both knew that we would never dine on said table. It is our gaming table.
0: Yeah, the you, end. You've seen our how often we've eaten at our dining room table. That's yeah. what living rooms are for, right? It's a right? table. Yeah, we don't even have a table in our dining no, room yeah. In our living room. Just... Eat on your lap, guys. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I have pillows. The pillow sits on my yeah. lap, and then the food sits on that The hot plate is listen, separated from you with the pillow. Listen, well, mine's also just to get up to a height. That's true, yeah. We will... We... Uh, we fancy ourselves chefs in this house. Mm-hmm. One is formal chef, one is an informal chef. Yeah. Uh, we make some very nice meals every once a while with a nice bottle of wine. Yeah. A fancy meal that in a lot of houses would be accompanied by like uh, like candles and nice yeah. music and couches. Yeah, we eat it on the couches while watching uh, some TV with our fancy wine sitting next to us, and because we're goddamn adults, That's and our, we ma- will e- eat yeah. how we want. Yeah. Ma- in front of the TV if I want mom and our dining room is filled <laughs> with crafts. Um, <laughs> yeah. that's fair is, yeah that's that's where it is <laughs> um, anyway so everyone's glad to hear each other's voices and the rendezvous at the third moon of Teshnor and as they fly off um, they you know they did stop the alliance but the worst possible result because of, of it Teshnor yeah Teshnor is the last name of someone, one of the crew members. I do like it. I feel like it's the third moon of Endor. I know it's very Star Warsian. <laughs> it's very Star yeah. Warsian. Anyway, um, but it's it is the it, it's if I remember correctly, it is someone's uh, last name, oh. um, like one of the crew. Um, yes, he has various roles, including second unit director, nice. and writer, and visual effects producer. I want my
1: own moon. Uh, I know third moon of grace third moon of- <laughs> Grace Knorr <laughs> dude that's a name I'm going to use for something oh that's a good D&D character we're gonna name we're going to put that away we're going
0: to file that away it seems guys. like a dwarf type character it is a dwarf yeah Grace Nor. Grace Nor. okay <laughs> um anyway so Apophis is going to take all of Hero's forces and make him a bigger threat than ever before mm. and then we yeah. fade out with very worried looks from everyone yeah
1: it's like hey we saved em- wait we just did a real shitty thing, guys. Yeah. Fuck. Congratulations. We saved
0: we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to deliver all that back to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> who wants to deliver it back to uh I feel bad for uh Jacob who has to oh, deliver that true. news yeah. to the Tokra High Yikes. Council.
1: That's, uh, that's no better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was a fun one. It was. Um, next up is Chain Reaction, okay. which somehow covers another one of Grace's predictions <gasps> from a few minutes ago because we're just gonna start calling Grace what is it, Cassandra? Who's the person with the predictions? In Greek. Lord. Oh yeah, Cassandra. Yeah, where's my name? I am Cassandra. Cassandra. Please
1: don't kill me and heed my warnings. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really dug this episode. Um, I was playing with the title a little bit because I was thinking how last week last week's title, The Curse, yeah. pertained to more than just the episode. It was yes. about Daniel and, and his life and, and how he, he's cursed with this knowledge that he can't share.
0: Also, accursed with all of his girlfriends turning well, into Well, that too. All my girlfriends turn into boobs. <laughs> hey, girls, don't <laughs> like me, because if you kiss me, it's uh, <laughs> so, so, like an awful
1: country song. Uh, but the Serpent's Venom is, is really just about false gods in general. Yeah. And I think this is really more about the story between Tilk and Ragnar. I right? think well, I,
0: I, think it could be that and I think it's also, I mean, the obvious to me is also just uh, Tilk's spite of even Hera or in... The venom oh, oh, yeah. of wanting to destroy everything because he's, so, the, oh, he's that's a serpent the other side god.
1: Of the yeah, 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 he's a serpent god. Um, but yeah, so to me, the venom is just lies. Yeah, venom, the serpent's venom lies. Yeah. Anyway, I dug it. Yeah,
0: um, oh, I really so like go this. List. I like this. It uh, does not go on my list.
1: Well, here's here's the thing. Um, I like that we. I'm hoping we see more of Ragnar. Okay. Um, I like that Tiok was able to give somebody the gift that he received. Yes. Um, I'm gonna tie it for fifth place with tangent with for tangent? now. Okay. Um, because I do really like this. I like what we run into. Um, and I like this Daniel and Sam escape room game.
0: I uh, Yeah, I like it when it's, like, the buddy-buddy. Like, yeah. they get to nerd out in the corner.
1: Yeah, I like. It, it really did feel like uh, recently um, the two of us, along with boyfriend Jesse and bartender Nick and, and two other friends, oh, yeah. Phil and Amanda. Phil and Amanda, um, both on the show. We played a board game yes. for the escape room, <laughs> yes. and it felt very much like that, <laughs> only somehow... Sam and Daniel were less hostile towards each
0: other.
1: (laughs) There were lives on the line and they were less hostile towards each other. So
0: can I just tell you, I think my favorite part is, so in in this, it it is the board game version of Escape Room and so they have this little like solution code wheel and as you find solutions you have to move these multi-dials up to find the answers. And they're sitting there And they're dumb enough to give me the answer wheel. So they're sitting there for, like, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, trying to find the answer to this and trying to line up these pieces of this puzzle. And I'm just quietly sitting in the corner, like, turning these wheels. And basically, they got, like, they're trying to find the last two symbols. I was like, hey, guys, hey, guys, look. Hey, guys, I cheated. And that's when we went, (laughs) that's cheating! And they're like... Nix no longer gets the answer yeah, no code. cheating allowed. Because, you and know, the way that I looked works. at it was <laughs> it was not cheating. It was simply using the tools that I Is that have a at cryptogram?
1: Hands. It's basically a little cryptogram. It was basically yeah. a little cryptogram.
0: And I didn't look at it as cheating. I looked at it as using the tools I have to find the solution. Yeah. Listen, if our lives are on the line... If we Nixie get is a cheating, cheating room, cheater. Listen, if our lives are on the line and we had to decode the bomb beforehand and I found the solution by cheating the system you guys wouldn't be fine but then somehow we would all lose our
1: souls because you cheated you'd be like congratulations you're alive but you cheated and then
0: if supernatural has taught us anything we know that that is a problem for another episode yeah that's fair (laughs) we'll figure that shit out later that's true we can always get our souls back (laughs) if not we'll steal souls from someone else um
1: guys we'll see you next week with With souls intact our souls are really intact. Our um, and also with a new oh, episode.
0: Star, oh, yeah. Do Star, you do Trek Star Trek trailers. Okay. Super quick Star Trek. Yes. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I love I love Star Trek, guys. And you guys uh-huh. know that I love Star Trek. And if any show is closer to my heart than Stargate, it is Star Trek. I have a severe love of of Star Trek. Way, and I love Star Wars. And this is, like, way closer to my heart. Mm. And, the, tra- and the, the trailer looks amazing. Okay. But... I I have this protective, like, circle, candy coating around my heart when it yeah. comes to Star Trek. Because even when I saw the first trailer for Episode 7 for Star Wars, I was just balls out, fuck yes. Just give it to me, all of it. Yeah. I don't care. It's going to be amazing. Yep. But for this one, for some reason, I am, like, much more guarded. Oh. I, listen, I want all Trek in every form I can get Trek for, for all of eternity. But, like, I'm... Because I I'm not overly fond of the time frame they're doing this in. Okay. Um, because you're so landlocked when you go so close to the original series and there's all the sectors. So what around. is the time frame they're going with? Ten years before the original series. I really wish we'd stop making prequels. Uh yes. Okay. As do I. Okay. Um and and it's not my favorite era in the Trekverse anyway. Sure, yeah, the original series is and not enough. one I've gotten into yet. Exactly. And like I I I'm. Roddenberry has. I'm, I'm I'm cautious that they're going to go too far outside some Roddenberry ideals, which I don't think they will. But again, this is the worries that my heart has. Mm-hmm. Also, CBS is putting behind a goddamn fucking paywall, which is something I do not agree with in any way, shape, or form. CBS is taking its biggest flagship and putting behind a paywall that no one's going to pay for. Right. So, And because no one's going to pay for it, I'm afraid that you're only going to get one season, regardless yeah, of how good gonna it is, get because ratings. everyone's going to pirate it. Yeah, and the first season of Trek is notoriously not the is like notoriously the worst season of every Trek saga. Okay, the first season is always the worst. so
1: it's it's a it's an issue of of circumstance. It it's seems an issue like. of
0: circumstance. Yeah,
1: I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, what a, it, when you put it that way, it sounds like they're setting it up to fail, and which and is kind I, of a
0: bummer. And I worry that, and again, these are all. Probably all in my head, but like I worry it's gonna—they're gonna try to do too much like a Battlestar Galactica feel. Yeah. That.
1: So is this show? This is it? Not gonna be on CBS proper? Is it the,
0: just gonna be streaming? They're airing the first episode on CBS, and the rest will stream. The rest will stream.
1: See, that's a bummer. That yeah. really is a bummer. I, I mean, I get it that CBS doesn't stream any of
0: their other shows, yeah. but they're all on TV. I know, and like, listen, the casting is fucking phenomenal. I have full, I I fully and truly believe that it's going to be a series that I literally will just, as soon as it airs, I'm going to be in tears crying and loving every single second of it. But it's like, I have to protect my heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. What a bummer. What a bummer that they're doing this this way. Um,
0: It's like, I, I never want
1: any show to fail. But it's like if I were, hope that there's enough of an impact that they decide to change how they present it.
0: I think if they were doing something like, hey, we're airing all the cause there's also gonna be an after show. There's a fucking yeah. like talking trek probably hosted by Chris Hardwick. Although <laughs> if it was, oh my god, I'd be yeah. so happy. I love Chris Hardwick. Well, I mean, give us a first run. Give us a chance to watch it well, somewhere I mean, in an existing I, place. If they aired it on CBS and then put all of this tons of extra bonus material behind a paywall, I'd have no problem with that, right? But I can tell you, I am not paying CBS to watch Star Trek, right? Right. Like that's not happening.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, That it's kind of it's a dick move. It is dick Dick move, move, and honestly,
0: I don't care if I wait six months until it comes on and I can buy it off Apple TV. I probably won't. I've probably find other ways. Yeah. But I'm not paying CBS to watch. (laughs) Their most, it's, you're talking about next to Star Wars, the most, one of the most iconic franchises in well, history. it's not like their,
1: their watch options are very accessible. I mean you gotta go through the CBS website. Yeah. Who does that? I mean where's my app based thing? Go through Prime. Go through Go through, through Hulu. Put go it through. on Netflix. I mean Hulu's got this great setup with Showtime where it's like, yeah. hey, pay a couple extra bucks, you can watch Showtime right here. Exactly. That I would absolutely be down for that. But
0: and also if CBS has had a history of having some good shit that you have to pay for. Yeah. They have none. Yeah. I don't true. think Star Trek can hold up their C B S L access.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot to put on the weight of this this and one show. Star
0: Trek is not the show I want you to do this bargain with, to, yeah, to do this gamble with.
1: And um, you know, it, it yeah, it's it's um, give us the show we want Just and it's give it because
0: yeah. it is a show that means way too much to way too many people
1: mm-hmm.
0: for you to, to.
1: It's a bit of a risk. It's yeah. a risk, and they're and they're taking it like this is the. It's probably the strongest show they have that they can try yeah. this with, and the truth is, they just want to try this thing.
0: And I don't think it's a smart idea. Yeah, from a marketing standpoint, I just think dumb. it's.
1: A, I think it just uh, it devalues your viewers.
0: But the the trailer does look absolutely beautiful. The the graphics, which is a concern when we first saw yeah. the teaser, yeah. uh, looks so much better. The casting looks amazing. We haven't yet seen the character I'm come most excited for oh. with Anthony Rapp because I'm a big Broadway fan and he's a big <laughs> Trek fan and so that's one of the reasons I always liked him. Um, he, we haven't seen him yet. We have some new species. There's the Klingons, which is a whole other discussion.
1: Nice. <laughs> for now, I'm just going to continue watching... Um, uh, Sir Patrick
0: Stewart. I love Patrick Stewart. And,
1: uh, and some, some way action. That was the other
0: thing. It's like... I, 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 I put it where we want it so that we can see people we like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway.
1: Don't ruin a good thing. Yeah. In life in general. I think
0: that's what I'm like... I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I want to love it. I want to love everything about it. I want to breathe trick. I guarantee you, I'm not a crier. Grace is the crier. I yeah. will shed tears when I first watch yeah. the opening shots of this show. I'm
1: sure it's going to be a wonderful show, but don't hold it hostage
0: for exactly. your gain. I think that's why I'm, I have this guard around my heart is because yeah. I fear we're only going to get one season. Yeah.
1: Not to make light of, of real life situations and things that people get put in, but it feels like, um, like a custody battle yeah. when a parent yeah. holds a child hostage. Yeah.
0: And I think um, And I, I'm sorry and I and I'm not trying to be insensitive. Yeah, I just can't find another analogy no, that works. But I think that's why that's why I have a garter on my heart, not because of quality and not because of what I hope they do, but because I fear because of the situation they're putting in, we're not gonna get that much of it and it's going to suffer from being behind a paywall.
1: Well let's keep hope alive. Yes. Then hope for good things. Can't stop a single mail! Same and- time I made that <laughs> reference today. <sighs> and in the meantime, we've got Netflix. Yes. And we've got a shit ton more Stargate. Yes. Which we'll be back with next week. (laughs) See you guys then. Bye. Bye.